You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here in DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back in to another Arrowhead Pride Super Bowl report. I am Steven Serta. Day three of Super Bowl coverage is well underway. Um, We got a lot going on this week ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs taking out the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday in Super Bowl 57. As always, joined by our guy, the fearless leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney from Arizona. Sween, how, how you feeling? Um, you know, what's uh, what's the physical and emotional state like right now for for Pete Sweeney? Yeah, no, it's 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 fun out here. There's a, a lot going on. You could you could tell the the city's got a, a little bit of buzz to it. You know, you you see a, a ton of the the Super Bowl signage, and as we get closer, I think there's building anticipation for what what should be a a pretty good game. The Chiefs changed it up on us today. They had an uh, 11 a.m. media availability on Tuesday, and they were at 8 a.m. today. So head coach Andy Reid took the podium it was right at 8 o'clock and got a little silly. One of the questions involved what he takes in his coffee, and, and Coach Reid <laughs> stared the reporter down and said he, he doesn't need coffee. and He's just he's just juiced up uh, all natural. And so uh, – Kudos to him. I don't think I could be doing that at this stage. I need more and more coffee as the week goes on. Yeah, I've had three cups of coffee today myself, and I, yeah. I'm not even I'm not even running around. I'm still in Kansas City, just just locked in front of my computer for ten to twelve hours a day. So I, I can only imagine how exhausted you guys are. Um, and I, I know media was a, a little crazy today. We've got a ton of stuff up for you on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network on from the podium today, but. It honestly wasn't even a fraction of what was available today. I saw people kind of going inside, outside. It seemed like they just had Chiefs bodies all over the place today. Yeah, you know, you see a little bit of the ridiculousness at media night, and it's to be expected, right? You 
you have Dave Damashek walking around asking people if it's a must-win game. <laughs> you have Barrel Man that's, that's walking around. I know that uh, Annie Agar, who does the Zooms, was, was spotted. When you get to the, the press conferences during the week, typically they aren't as crazy. But I mentioned the coffee question. There was a cheeseburger question. Brandon Marshall, I don't, I'm not even really sure who he's working for, but he asked Andy Reid who the three best rappers alive are, and it became pretty apparent to the 70 of us in the media room that Andy Reid does not know three rappers, so that was <laughs> tough. That was tough for him. And then Marshall went on to ask Patrick Mahomes what he thought about Rihanna, calling him her favorite athlete or something like that. And then Mahomes answered, and he goes, no, she didn't even say anything like that. So it, it got a little silly. Uh, we don't really see the silliness on a, on a Wednesday, especially with this being the second to last time we talked to these guys. Uh, but it, it did get a little, a little silly today, and, and I kind of liked it. I mean, it's a little bit more lighthearted and, and fun. Uh, Andy Reid, I could tell, I don't know how much he loved it. I, I think he's starting to enter that I'm getting locked in zone, play calling yeah. zone, Andy Reid. And so – I think he was excited when, I guess it was uh, 8.15 local time rolled around that he was able to to get off the stage and let, let Pat take it. I think I messaged you on Monday and I was like, man, Super Bowl week press conferences are just terrible. And <laughs> it's, you know, and, and for the players, I, I can only imagine how annoying it is at times because they're doing these every single day leading up to the game. So I think my biggest gripe with it is just the repetitive questions, the things that get asked a thousand times. And to their credit, the players don't seem to uh, you know, get that frustrated about it. They just kind of roll with the motion. But we did get a positive update again from Andy Reid as he mentioned that everybody on the active roster is going to practice again today. And he also gave us a positive update on Patrick Mahomes' ankle. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is is close to, to as good as he you know, is going to be a I don't think you're going to have a high ankle sprain and then four weeks later suddenly be 100%. And we, we have talked about it on the other side. Jalen Hurts with that shoulder is kind of going through the same thing. Both of these guys could be playing with injuries. So there's no excuses on either side for whoever wins. Looking through the, the other quarterback and, and saying, oh, no, he was healthy. Now these both guys are both dealing with it. But training staff's been good. They keep mentioning the assistant trainer, Julie Freimeyer, who has been working directly with Patrick, Andy Reid said that they had a fast practice and Mahomes was doing just about everything. And then I actually asked Mahomes how his ankle was because he had said last week that he had trouble stopping on the ankle. That actually might have helped the Chiefs out when they, they got that, that penalty for a late hit because Mahomes wasn't really acting. I think he just was trying, trying to protect his ankle by not stopping. I, I guess it's less painful for him to roll on the ground at this stage than it is to try to stop short on, on the sideline. I got the penalty and we know what happened with the Butker kick, but uh, Mahomes feels good. He says he feels better than last week, which is to be expected. The real test is going to come in the pregame on Sunday. So we really, I don't think we'll have a a clear percentage or a clear feeling on how close to 100% Mahomes is going to be. But I think just like in the AFC championship game, and he, he had confirmed this at, that adrenaline is going to take over, and, and I don't think he's going to be holding back at all. There was only really that one moment in the AFC title game where it, it seemed like he had a pull of that ankle where it kind of came up a little gimpy. Uh, but I, I think everything is, is trending in the right direction. And, look, if you're the Chiefs and you're going to win the Super Bowl, you got to have a somewhat healthy at least Patrick Mahomes. And so I, I think that was good news for Kansas City today.
Yeah, we know the priority on Sunday has to be to protect Patrick Mahomes and that ankle and high ankle sprains are usually something that takes several weeks for you to really get right and get 100%. So the fact that he is a little bit closer to that point uh, ahead of this game is basically all we can hope for at this point. But you already talked about media day and today was kind of crazy. A lot of players, a lot, a lot of running around just trying to get what you could. Um, what were some of the highlights that you took away from day three media availability at the Super Bowl? Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny in Kansas city. We all hear everything, right? Cause you don't have as many players speaking and there's time to, to kind of go to each locker of whoever's in the locker room and man, maybe total it's about 30 minutes of sound today. When we got there, there were tables set up everywhere and all 53 players on the active roster were available. In addition, president Mark Donovan was available. Brett Beach and his staff were made available. So anyone you wanted to talk to with the chiefs was, was available today. I, I used this time and I was trying to figure out the best way. And I, I just knew how important Juju Smith-Schuster was in replacing Tyreek Hill this year. And I think he, he's become such an integral part of the chiefs. And I wanted to hear more about how Kansas city is feeling about him. Sucks to say this, right? If you're a chiefs fan, but Juju's contract expires, what on, on Sunday, you know, Monday, you know, this is a, this could be his last game as a chief. And so I was just testing the pulse of, a Andy Reid, who, who had said he, you know, he's been a great compliment to Travis Kelsey and what we do there. And I was able to talk to Juju himself. Remember, Juju had said during the year that he wanted to to remain in Kansas City, and uh, we were even again able to talk to the general manager today. And, and Brett Beach said they they've loved Juju, and I, I think they're hopeful that they're going to be able to get something done. I'll have a an article with all the quotes in it coming up in a little bit here at ArrowheadPride.com when I could put some some pen to paper or type it up. But I think positive news on Juju, no one, the player and, and the staff can include was not necessarily being definitive, but I, I think, you know, once you see these quotes that we'll put up on airheadpride.com, you'll, you'll start to feel pretty good. Another player on the defensive side that really broke out this year, Colin Saunders, Colin Saunders. It seemed like he might've been slightly less optimistic than Juju. He, he said he loves the Midwest. He loves the Chiefs organization. I know he went back and forth with, with fans this year, that is something I mentioned to him. And, and he said, you know, he, he does want to stay in, in Kansas City. But the way he was talking, I, I think he's acknowledging this is still a business. And sometimes you do have to move on. So we'll see if the Chiefs can work something out with, with Colin Saunders. Uh, Frank Clark, he's the best. I, I think the Chiefs are really trying to themselves not tap into this dynasty talk. The truth of the matter is, if you go to five straight AFC title games, win – three of them and win two Super Bowls, you're a dynasty, right? I think we can all objectively say that they have a dynasty beginning on the line on Sunday, and Andy Reid wanted to dispel all talk. Frank was there, Steve, and I know you, you're a Frank Clark man, and I put this video on, on Twitter. He's embracing it. He loves it. I think he loves his heel turn and this villain villain type thing the Chiefs are going to have if, if they're able to pull this off where no one's going to want to see them, them win. And, yeah, I, I don't think anyone really besides – Clark, who's a little bit more outgoing, wants to acknowledge it. But I, I think this is something that is on the minds of, of the Chiefs. And then one wrinkle that I, I won't write about, because I wrote about Trent McDuffie yesterday, just talking to Brett Beach and, and seeing him with some of his brass with him. Just, I was taken aback by how shocked 
they felt that the fact that Trent McDuffie was still available to them in the 20s. They didn't think that there was a chance that McDuffie was available. So we, we've always thought that McDuffie would be this slam dunk type of guy. And he's played that well. And we've seen that now, but the chief staff knew it. And when the draft process started, they, they nudged us and, and said, we, we didn't really do as much work on him because there was no way he was going to make us make it anywhere close to us. And so the idea that the, the chiefs called their shot is 100% real. They, they thought they had a steal by getting them where they did. And they even had to orchestrate a move with the New England Patriots to do it. And so they'll be playing on Sunday. And, and it's just been such a good player for Kansas city here in, in year one. And to just think that this guy is in his early twenties, this is only going to get better, man. What a, what a pick for the Kansas city chiefs. It, it was a while before Brett beach decided to take that premium cornerback, but it, it seems like they got this first one, right. Yeah, I think I mentioned it on this morning's edition of the Arrowhead Driver. It might have been on Mondays, but these rookie corners, man, it's Trent McDuffie uh, even is a guy that probably nationally just doesn't have the profile because he's a rookie. But I I don't think a lot of people outside of Kansas City realize how great he's been this season when he's been active for the Kansas City Chiefs and how important he's been for their defense. He's been a slam dunk pick, as you mentioned, Pete, but we keep mentioning uh all all 53 chiefs are expected to practice this week and that's been the case uh since monday but we haven't actually gotten our first official injury report but that is going to be coming up here pretty quick so what are you going to be looking at on that initial injury report from the chiefs yeah we talked quickly about juju juju someone we're watching just make sure that knee's okay Darius tony is another one with the ankle for what it's worth the way that these two guys have been carrying themselves this week it just leads me to believe they're going to be able to go but you'll feel better if they're able to get some fps which is a full participant rather than lps limited participant as we go here tend to think they might be limited but i i as far as their availability for the game i'm feeling pretty pretty good about it juju was joking around and stole a microphone to to interview joshua williams earlier today and joshua williams was red faced almost embarrassed that juju was bragging about <laughs> Just having a really good time. I, I just get the feeling that these guys are going to be okay. We're, we're looking at Mahomes just to make sure he's still a full participant. I, I don't expect that to change, right? I mean, he's been doing everything. He was a full participant going into the AFC title game. It's now two weeks later, so I think he'll be okay. But whenever the quarterback has an ailment, we'll be watching for that. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, will he be on the injury report with that ankle? Now that he's off of injured reserve, he's eligible to appear on the injury report. So he's another guy we were watching. And, again, that unfortunate reminder – no McCole Hardman in the Super Bowl. He's on injured reserve and, and is now eligible to play. Uh, he was popping around media night the other night, seemed to be in, in good spirits, but will not participate in this game. So we will be looking for that, Steve. And, and as we do with all the injury reports all year, we will post it on arrowheadpride.com. Crazy to, crazy to realize that, um, as I'm saying it out loud, this will be the third to last injury report of the season coming out today, later at AP. So final thing for me, Pete, and I'm sure it's happening to you. And I'm just curious if it is, because I haven't been getting hit up by random Eagles fans. I think my work email is, you know, available up on the website or something, because I am getting bombarded with all kinds of Mm -hmm. stuff from random Eagles fans or or I, I assume Eagles fans masquerading as Chiefs fans. So I'm just curious if other people at Arrowhead Pride are being bombarded by uh, Eagles fans and their DMs or their emails. Steve, I made I made a crucial mistake. 
Brandon Gowden, Bleeding Green Nation, was nice enough to invite me on the NFC East mixtape with RJ Ochoa, Covers the Cowboys. They asked me for a game prediction, and I said, I think it's too early for a game prediction. But Brandon was pressing. He, he of course, covers the Eagles for us, does a, an outstanding job over there. And I said, I, I got to be honest with you, and I, I hate to say this, I think the Chiefs have already played the best team they're going to play in these playoffs. In, in the <laughs> <laughs> I also said that I think the Chiefs are a better team. I don't get the Vegas spread, and I, I like the Chiefs by 10. And and you, you love the Eagles fans. Got got someone in my, my DMs. I won't say the name to, to protect them. I don't know why I'm protecting this guy. What I'm about to read what he said. He said, Chiefs by 10 didn't realize you smoke the same meth the Chiefs super fans do. Jalen Hurts going to dunk on you. So if it hadn't been Super Bowl week officially before, I, I think that marks the beginning of what should be a, a fun end of the week and then into the weekend. Yeah. Um, if you don't get told that you're smoking meth during Super Bowl week, what are we even no. doing at, at this yeah. point? <laughs> so that's right. That's uh, right. Also, a, a good opportunity. I will have a conversation with our friend BLG from Bleeding Green Nation coming on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network later this week, previewing the entire game. Super excited for that. We got plenty of content for you each and every day leading up to the game at arrowheadpride.com. You can follow Pete at PG Sween on Twitter. Pete, uh, still uh, middle of the week. Still got a couple more days before we get to the big game, but we will talk to you tomorrow, my friend. All right. Take care, Steve. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.